sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Welcome, everybody. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm looking in the room here. It's filling up. And what I'm really excited about in the house, we have Anthony Rodriguez. How you doing, Anthony? <laughs> doing well. How about you? I'm doing good. So um, <laughs> I gave you a shout a couple of weeks ago, and then you said, ah, oh, I like my bad, whatever. And I know it's hard because you got cameras around you now. You know, you're always, <laughs> every time I turn on, I don't watch the news at all. Ask Dominique, right? The last two times I happened to flick on the news, there's Anthony Rodriguez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm like, wait a second. Is this, is this, is your mom like uh, taping this? Is this the same thing? And Dominic goes, no, no, this is today's news. So, yeah. So you actually are, you're doing a lot out there, Anthony. As a matter of fact, um, and we were talking about this earlier, Don Sanders, actually, you were his gratitude for last week for everything that you're doing in the community. So. There you what? go. Oh yeah, I think he maybe he wants to increase business because you know he's a massage therapist. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why you picked you out a lot. So, oh wow, that's that's wasn't that's that really nice? nice? Yeah, no, that's, that's super nice. nice. He's I mean. gonna be he's gonna be popping in in a bit. But um, no, you you did me you did me a, a solid here. I needed a DP charger to do the recap, and uh, Valeria, who's your niece. I told her by the way that you were the favorite. I don't know if I should have said that. <laughs> I don't know what favorites. <laughs> no, she's definitely the favorite. She's Is definitely she? a favorite. I mean, she's a basketball player. Um, yeah. I'm really excited. She's going to be making her debut today, but I'm going to crush her middle. And I, I got her last name down. So how do you say your middle name? Uh, well, it's, it's actually the, uh, the first uh, last name and then the second. So Valeria, how do you say the middle Tribucio oh, Romo. I, I would have not got that right. Okay, so <laughs> we're just going to leave it like right there. So let's do this. I'm glad you joined. Please stay because you've been here yeah. the last three or four weeks, but then I, I, I don't know, knock, 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 TV cameras. I don't know what it is. You're always getting pulled out. So you're going to go first today, all right? But let's <laughs> knock out some um, some recaps, all right? We're going to start off with SB Dons. Romy Davies is in the house. What say you, Romy? Thank you, Erica, and hello, everyone. This is Romy Davies, Santa Barbara High School senior, reporting back from Santa Barbara, California, with this week's SB Dawn Sports Recap. In our last home game, the football team beat one of our rivals, Dos Pueblos, 49-0 on Friday, setting up a showdown that could decide the Channel League crown next week against Buena. The first touchdown of the game came after junior running back Koa Herrera broke multiple tackles on the way to a 20-yard score. With the win, Santa Barbara improves to 7-1 overall and 5-1 in Channel League play and are currently in a four-way tie for first place in the league. In volleyball news, defending champions Santa Barbara High woo, and Bishop Diego boo, will begin their CIF girls volleyball playoffs runs with home matches on Thursday in new divisions. Our team, the champions in Division 6 last season, will take on Burbank Burroughs in the first round of Division 4 competition. Santa Barbara, 22-7, won the Channel League title, while Burroughs, age 16, is the number four team from the Pacific League. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. On Wednesday, the boys' water polo team played an away game against Oxnard, beating them 14-9. This places them first in Channel League with an overall 10-3 win-to-lose rate. This Wednesday, they play, finally play San Marcos, which will be a big game as the boys finally play their rivals, who are pretty evenly matched in the water skill-wise. 
That's it for this week's SP Dons recap, and see you next time. Romy, thank you. Oh, she's so awesome. I can't wait to see. She's putting in applications. No word yet where she's going, but I'm sure everybody's going to say yes to Romy. Um, next in the house. All right. You want to make the introductions, Anthony? It's your niece, in case you want to know where we're going. Okay. We got DP Charger. Who's in the house right now? Anthony. Right now, it's Valeria Trubuccio Romo, which is my niece, and I'm super excited about this. Go get them! What say you? Thanks, Erica, and hey, everyone. I'm Valeria Tiburcio Romo, and I'm reporting back from Galita, California, with this week's DP Chargers Sports Recap. Starting off with girls tennis, we had a home game against our crosstown rival Santa Barbara, but unfortunately the Charger girls couldn't beat the Dons with the final score of 13-5. Girls volleyball had their last home game of the season versus San Marcos. DP played hard, but SM won with the final score of 0-3. Moving on to girls golf, they had an away game versus Oxnard, coming out with a great win of 2-4. This was their best score of the season. Going back to girls tennis, our girls tennis team played against Rio Mesa with our Charger girls taking the win with a final score of 14-4. Then our girls golf team played San Marcos with a final score of 261-263, taking Channel League title. And finally football. This Friday we played at Peabody Stadium against Santa Barbara. The final score was 49-0 with the Dons winning the game. And that is it for this week's DP Charger recap. My name is Valeria Tiburcio Romo, and I'll see you next week. Thank you, Valeria. I don't, I don't have that roll of the tongue like your uncle does, but I'm going to work <laughs> on it during break. So she did. Hey, she killed it. All right, that was that was absolute fire. Did, did you practice with her or what? No, she's just a natural. You know she, how that I'm goes. telling you. I mean, you know, I got her. She has the right uncle. Definitely, Aww, she's got attitude. I like it. <laughs> she sent her pick, and it's like I need a pick. She gave it to me in like eight seconds. Bam! <laughs> selfie. That's it. I can see the resemblance. I'm liking it. All right. Not to be so short, his second week, last week, he was also fire. We have Sean Walters, Bishop Diego Cardinals. Sean, you're killing it. What say you? Thank you so much, Erica. This is Sean Walters signing on once again to give you the Bishop Diego High School Sports Recap. Starting off with girls volleyball on Thursday, the girls traveled across Turnpike and came home with a five-set victory over San Marcos. Sophomore Eliana Rizua led the way for the Cardinals once again with 20 kills, 13 assists, 11 digs, and a block. Emma Cogleiser also added 18 digs. That win most definitely felt good for the Cardinals. The girls are looking to pack the brick house as they will host Mary Starr at home this next Thursday in the first round of the Division 5 playoffs. Wow. The girls tend to seem prove me right as they redeem themselves on Thursday with a victory over Dunn 11-7. Great job, girls. The water polo team also found success on Thursday as they got their first Tri-Valley League game victory with a 9-7 win over Villanova. Seniors Paul Zoltolski and Austin Cardi combined for the nine goals as Reagan Adams had a very impressive 11 saves. On Friday, the boys varsity football team traveled to Calabasas High School and left with a 48-21 win as well as their first Monmonte League game victory. Star junior Misa Payau had a pick six, two receiving touchdowns, a forced fumble, and some huge kickoff returns. Senior running back Karan Gossett also rushed for four touchdowns. Next Friday, the boys play Westlake at home for their homecoming game and senior night. That one should be a thriller, so make sure to come out to Santa Barbara City College to support. Well, everyone, that's all I've got for your Bishop Sports Recap. Don't forget to tune in once again next week. 
This is Sean Walters signing off. Nice, Sean. I tell you, that we, we had a heartbreak a couple weeks ago against Oaks Christian. It's funny, when my boys played, it was, it, it was like that whole uh, Goliath thing. <laughs> Oaks Christian back in those days were just huge. Many of the kids, our boys went up to them. They were probably the chess high. That was the differential right there. As a matter of fact, wow. um, my son, both of my son got concussions. <laughs> Jeez. Of course, the next day, oh, so there was a mama bear had to go and uh, had to be explained. Why are we going up against such a powerhouse, right? Now, Bishop is a powerhouse. So it's nice that, you know, they stuck it out and they're definitely so well coached, always been well coached. Um, they've All their programs out there are doing really super well. We're actually going to be blessed by having Emily Diaz, I believe, next week or the week after. Um, she's going to be coming out from Bishop. She she deals with all the students out there, and that's going to be exciting. Maybe she can join Raya uh, the first week of the month. So, uh, all right, last but not we have our own, as we all know, okay, that has been doing uh, the uh, recaps for San Marcos Royals, and he graduated from San Marcos in 1967. Proud alum, and uh, that's our own Ed Langlo. Ed, what's going on? Thanks, Erica. I'm Ed Langlo, class of 1967, San Marcos High School, with a Royals recap. Royals ventured down to Hauser Field in Oxnard last week to face the Yellow Jackets in Channel League football. It was rough from the start as Oxnard took a 14-0 lead in the first quarter. Then it was the Royals' turn when Owen Lauderdale intercepted an Oxnard pass in the second quarter. Then Josh Engel launched a pass to wide receiver Luke Crawford and Crawford took it in to score. The following kickoff was returned 82 yards by the Yellow Jackets for a touchdown making it Oxnard 22, San Marcos 6. But Engel found Lauderdale again with a two-point conversion cut the lead to 22-14 in the third quarter. But it was a slippery slope from there on as Oxnard went home with the bragging rights and a 46-14 victory. Owen Lauderdale was recognized as Athlete of the Week at last week's Athletic Roundtable at Harry's Plaza Cafe. Owen was outstanding in the game against Dos Pueblos as San Marcos came out on top 34-14 in Channel League play. Dave Pintard presented San Marcos's Ellie Monson with the Phil Womble Ethics and Sports Award at the same meeting. San Marcos Athletic Director Abe Jehotomy said, Ellie is one of the most selfless athletes I've seen on the San Marcos campus in my 35 years here. Wow, take that Ellie. In golf, unbeaten San Marcos met up with their unbeaten rival Dos Pueblos Thursday. Royals' Riley O'Brien came home with a medalist honors with a 44, Evelina Erickson shot a 53, and Fiatori captured a 54. Only two strokes separated the teams as Dos Pueblos left with a 261-263 victory and a Channel League championship. In girls' volleyball, Eloise McGibbon slammed a team high of 15 kills. Marauding the back row, libero Lily Blankenhorn collected 31 digs to sweep Dos Pueblos in the Channel League final. Next month is the Out of the Darkness Suicide Prevention Walk. Up next to tell you more about that is Anthony Rodriguez after this.
of our Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, everybody. This is Anthony Rodriguez from the Food Bank of Santa Barbara County. I'm the Operations and Disaster Services Specialist. Thanks for being here with us today. I wanted to give you a couple of updates um, that's going on at the Food Bank. So we've got the Great Shakeout coming out, which is the largest earthquake drill uh, all over the world. And we would like you guys to attend. If you want to attend, go on to foodbanksbc.org and uh, go ahead and register for the Great Shakeout. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do the drop cover and hold on. Um, as you know, there's been a lot of earthquakes going on. So and a lot of shaking going on. So we've got to make sure that we're prepared for that. Um, you know, there's other things that we do need to talk about. We've got the Out of the Darkness Walk coming up, which is the Suicide Awareness and Prevention Walk, which will be November 12th at Goleta Beach. And you can uh, go ahead and register for free uh, at AFSP.org and look up Santa Barbara Walk and you can register create a team, uh, have a team with your friends. You know, if you go to school, grab some team members. If you guys are on a team, you then, hey, you know, be part of this because it's really, really important for us to uh, bring awareness to this and make sure that we don't lose no more lives because, you know, each life is important. And, um, you know, if you're struggling, please don't be afraid to reach out to somebody, talk to somebody because, you know what, it's okay not to be okay. And uh, that's pretty much all that I got. Any questions? I have a, I have a question, Anthony. I, I, I just want to go there and and because it's been it's been horrible the numbers that you shared with us, especially during COVID, um, and the increases to our kids. It's been horrible. Um, uh, my question to you is this: Now with the outbreak of fentanyl, it, it, and it's really hitting our community. People don't really want to talk about it, but that's that's why we're here to talk about it to protect our kids. So that's not considered that they're looking at that as suicide, uh, not suicide. They're looking at that as overdoses, right? That's correct. Um, okay. Yeah, that's correct. It's two different uh, reports that I'm actually getting. And I just got the report on that. And it's, it's not a joke. You know, you know, if kids, if you guys are listening to this, you guys need to be careful and take care of yourselves because right now nothing is safe at all. And you're not going to know if something's in there, especially fentanyl. And it doesn't take much. It takes less than a little thing of salt. And you know what? It's not worth it. It's not worth it. You know, even though you're, you trust your friends, it doesn't mean that they, don't, they know what's going on in there. And it's, it's not a joke. You know, your life is too precious for you to just want to try something and then you're no longer here. Mm. So um, parents, please pay attention to your kids. Talk to your kids. Don't get mad at them if they say something. Just listen to them, even though it might be a little bit frustrating, but just listen. And if you need to walk away, then that's okay. But just let your kid know and then come back and talk to them when you're a little bit more calm. But give them that opportunity to open up because these kids really need somebody to talk to right now. And um, parents, I know that everybody works and, and that's what we have to do. But if your kid says, you know what, I need to talk, please please just stop and just talk and just listen. And if you don't know what to do, it's okay. Just reach out for some help. Um, there's a lot of resources out here. We've got behavioral wellness that does an amazing job. Um, there's so many different teams that we have here. And, you know, I just want you to reach out and it's okay not to be okay. And if you made a mistake, it's okay. We just look out to learn from our mistakes, you know, just move forward. But kids, it's not a joke right now. Please be careful with what you get into, who you hang out with. And especially when it comes to drugs, you just don't know. So please don't take that chance because you you can do so much more. And it, it it doesn't just strike families that are impoverished. We lost a, a beautiful boy a few weeks back, a Woodland Hills baseball player, 
I was talking to my boys about it, and their take on it is, you know, mom, you get these kids that were so isolated. Don't say, you know, say no, say no, say no. They go to a party, they drink too much, they they're not paying attention. What's going to? They're just hammered, and then right. all of a sudden, they're handed something, they just swallow it. Yep, and then they just yeah. don't wake up. And in the end of story, so yeah. the whole don't. The whole say no, that that's just, that's dinosaur. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's proven it doesn't work. What we does had, work is connection. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I know that's we right. have doctors available that can talk about it too. But the, it, being able to sit with someone and just say, I see you and I hear you. I don't know what the answer is, but I see you and I hear you. That's a comfort. Yeah, you just have to be honest with it. I mean, don't lie. I mean, these kids can tell when you're lying, mm-hmm. or you're just saying things just because you want to say things. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that we don't want to do because these kids can see it, and it's, they're just going to say, "It doesn't matter. We're just another person," mm-hmm. and they're not. They're they're an individual, and that's what we have to see. Mm-hmm. My oldest works with a lot of young. He's the director of catering, Joe Salda, and he works with a lot of young kids because it's all restaurant business, right? And this huge restaurant uh, company. And when the kids get together or they're partying afterwards and he he has taken a young one under his wing, they play golf or whatever. And, and my, you know, Joe talks to him and he's like, so what are you doing? Like, what's the scene out there right now? So basically what kids are doing is they'll let two or three people try the products and wait to see how they react to it. And I'm like, Joe. Oh, my God, that's so scary. That's just sick. <laughs> it's just like yeah. you know that's just like what what i had to <laughs> i don't know i don't know i'm even too old i don't get it so it's we the whole like dominique says we need to read reach out we need to connect connect is the answer connect 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 and i think everybody on this panel i know dominique has experience don has experience we have two doctors on the panel christine's got experience um uh, let's talk more about it after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, this is Dr. Jean. You know, I've been thinking a lot about what happens in our small town here on State Street after hours. Um, I have a, a daughter who also worked the restaurant industry. Um, and yeah, I, I often think what 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 is happening, right? Because we're all asleep and People are having a good time downtown, but it's really clear that it's um, it's not a safe environment. I, I was thinking, what, what what can we do? You know, could we have little chemistry sets or something that are at the restaurants so people can test their drugs? I mean, anything where people can start to connect or, you know, if you're going with a, a, a girlfriend or, or a guy or a group that you have discussions about that ahead of time. I know a lot of women are using um you know their friends or to watch their drinks and some simple things but i i think it's just beyond that like you're saying it's it's not that simple anymore no 
Dr. Amy. <coughs> Bless you, Dr. Amy. <laughs> Dr. Amy. <laughs> yeah, I think there's two there's two pieces of the equations which have both been mentioned, but I just want to emphasize them. As a young person, if you're struggling and you're wanting relief from anxiety, depression, or just wanting a little fun, you need to be aware of those impulses and share your impulsive thoughts with someone you trust uh, before you act on those impulses. And as adults in the community, we need to be paying attention to the little signs um, that often come before someone making a poor choice, whether it's the repeatedly slammed door when they come in from school or, you know, being in their room for hours on video games or, you know, the grunt instead of the conversation when you ask a question. Those are things that have you want to pause, put down your phone, stop doing the laundry, stop cooking dinner and say, you know, it looks like you're having a rough time and I'm really concerned about you and I'm and I'm here for you. And if I'm not the person for you to talk to, then, you know, let's find someone else, your aunt or our neighbor or your coach uh, so that you can feel supported. So beautiful. And I just, as a mother of five, I just want to add that in talking to my children who are all now adults and knock on wood, they're all alive, wonderful adults. Thank you. Thank you. Um, they have expressed that the times when they were having a really hard time, it appeared that they were doing okay or they were even doing outstanding. And so just because your student may be coming home with A's and, or A's and B's and seems to be all doing great, that doesn't take away from the need to take a break, connect, and have a real conversation and find out what's really going on. So someone coming home with an excellent report card doesn't mean that they're okay. Right. You know, I'm glad that you mentioned that because that's one thing that uh, that we got to think about when it comes to thinking about thoughts of suicide. You know, they could either be uh, a person that has complete straight A's, they're doing really well, but you just, you have that sense in your stomach that something's not right. Just, you got to go on that. I mean, you have sixth sense. I mean, you got to go on that. It just don't be afraid to ask because that's what, that's what does happen. Everything seems like it's okay. I mean, they start giving away things that they love and you start wondering, oh, why are you giving it away? Oh, I'm not going to need it anymore. But, you know, you got to ask that question. Hey, well, why, why don't you need it anymore? That's your favorite thing. Um, you know, but they seem okay. So why are you going to question? A lot of people don't question it because they seem like they're doing excellent now. And people just let that go because they seem like they're doing better. And in reality, they just already made up their minds. So we, we need to catch that. Thank you for bringing that up, Dominique. Yeah. We, all, we also have to work as a community as well. I remember on a few occasions coaching, as you know, I've said a thousand times, I feel like Camilla on uh, The Voice, where she keeps on saying she was in a girl band. I always keep saying that I've coached for 28 years. Right? <laughs> Just like, so what does that have to, that's not relatable. Um, 
But what I try to say is, if somebody's going to reach out, if, if you're a coach or a teacher and you think something is off, you have to say something. And you have to just suck it up if there's consequences because you're reaching out because you're caring for somebody. I've done it a few times and I've gotten my head absolutely chopped off. But both of those cases, um, I wasn't wrong. So that person that reaches out is supposed to, you have to also embrace that person and have that person understand that they're being, you know, they're going to be some kind of protection from them, whether it be a teacher or a coach. Because like Dominique and I were talking about it, and we, I actually watched a movie the other night, and I was, uh, you know, the teacher, the principal's encouraging her not to do anything because the parents are big benefactors to the school, and the teacher's like, no, there's something not right with the child, blah, 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 and she was shut down. Well, that's just, that's just not the right approach, and I'm like, why would, I wouldn't be shut down. I would, I would absolutely be there, then I would go to, I would go around him, and then she, Dominique's like, well, then you'd lose your job. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not meant to be a teacher then. <laughs> I'll have to go off and do something else. Because that would, I would have to live with the consequences of that one child. And that would, knowing my personality, that would haunt me for the rest of my life. So, and I already go to a therapist and I already have a list, okay? <laughs> and I don't need to add in something else on it. We want our teens to know every human being matters. Every single one of us matters. Right. Correct. And I don't know. Christine, I know you want to add something. Um, I, what I do want to add, I think it was being addressed a little bit earlier when um, we were talking about talking and checking in. And I wanted to acknowledge that a lot of times the kids don't necessarily do what we say, they do what we do. And so it's really important to access that, 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 you know, when we are feeling things in our own hearts and in our own guts, that we're honest about that with ourselves and with our kids, because that gives them permission without us having to say, you have permission. It shows them this is how we deal with these things. And if we don't know how, we try. We can find, we can talk to other people who do know how or somehow reach out for ourselves, because when we reach out for ourselves, we're also reaching out for our children. All the healing we do in our own lives really affects seven generations forward and back. And so to really be willing to go to a place of vulnerability is so important. It's really hard and it's so important. Nice. Don, you want to finish it up? Yeah, I heard connection being talked about and I did that engagement. And uh, as much as possible, relatability, rather than the, I'm the parent, you're the you know, the young person or the child, if it's your, you know, child, if we can, if we can engage them like friends, even though, you know, we're, we, we have a responsibility as parents, I think that's really important. And, you know, it's, it's like uh, Christine just said, we have to have our own practice. We have to have our own kind of uh, process that keeps us grounded and keeps us, you know, cause everybody has times when their minds up and down like a yo-yo and a process that brings you back to feeling grounded and you're making good choices. So we have to, we have to keep that straight as individuals in order to be able to reach out and help anybody else, but definitely not the time for isolation and aloneness. You know, there, there has to be more engagement. I, I wanted to add engagement to the party here. Nice. Christine. I also wanted to add, because I was just saying this last last night, actually having a conversation with someone that it isn't what's happening outside the boat that sinks it. It's what we let get in the boat that sinks it. So there might be a lot of really difficult things happening outside. And if 
and the other the part another it's a I'm mixing metaphors here, but I, I try to be the eye of my own storm, be a line of peace in the chaos that's happening around me and, and not let the chaos into my boat. Because if I let the chaos into my boat, I, I just become a part of the her, you know, everything that's whirling around. And it's a, it's a hard work. It takes a lot of deep breathing and a lot of heart centering and connecting. Um, but I find it very helpful. There's another saying that relates to what Christine said is that uh, a lion is the king of beasts, but it's a parasite that rots the, the lions, you know, inside from the inside out. Nice. Hmm. Beautiful. Well, part of what we're all talking about in connection and so forth, that's part of what I try to talk about with the hugas, the stories that I share. <gasps> Huga? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have Huga right after these messages. <laughs> <laughs> well, now together we will stand Every boy, girl, woman, and a man Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, I'm Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and this is a Hackett's Huga. Huga! Thank you. This is where we uh, tell stories that help to bring that comfy, cozy sensation into our lives, increases connectability and relatability. So I love to do storytelling. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, glass of water. And I'm going to tell you a story that started in, uh, it's a very old story, and it comes from a town in Italy. So this is over 100 years ago. And long ago, they used to do things like arranged marriages and so on and so forth. So there was this business owner, and he had a lot of money that he owed to a loan shark. And unfortunately, a loan shark is someone else in the community who loans out money, but they do it at a really high interest rate. And it's very unfortunate. But this loan shark, he was a very old, unattractive fellow. And well, he happened to have a fancy for the business owner's daughter. He really wanted to marry her. So he decided to offer the father a great way to get out of debt. He said, you know, I'll wipe out your debt if you let me marry your daughter. Well, this made the father very uncomfortable because he didn't see that that would necessarily be a good match. But he did want to get away from his debt. So he did go and talk to his daughter. And she said, well, this just doesn't quite seem very fair. So the, the loan shark, he was a creative, crafty fellow. And he said, tell you what, I'll put two pebbles in a bag. One pebble will be white and the other one will be black. And you can reach your hand in the bag and pull out a pebble. Now, if you pick out the white pebble, your father's debt will be wiped out and you don't have to marry me. But if you pick out the black pebble, you have to marry me. So either way, I'm going to wipe out your dad's debt. So isn't this great? 
So the girl's thinking to herself, wow, what are my options, right? Do I refuse to pick a pebble? Do I take both of the pebbles out of the bag? Uh, do I, you know, maybe pick a, pick a pebble knowing full well that I could end up marrying this guy? Because her dad didn't see it, but she noticed that when this old gentleman picked up the two stones, guess what? He picked up two black stones. She saw that he was literally cheating the game. So she's in a critical situation. You know, what do you do? What do you do? What she ended up doing is she pulled a pebble. When she pulled it, she pulled it in such a way that nobody could see what it was, and she dropped it. And it mixed with all the other stones on the, on the ground. And she said, oh, oh, my. I was, you know, so excited by this opportunity to help out my dad. I, I, I dropped it. Well, but we'll know which stone I picked by whatever stone is left in the bag. Perfect. <laughs> so in this very clever way, wow. she walked through the situation. Her dad's debt got wiped out. And the loan shark wasn't put in a situation where his trickery and literally thievery shamed. was ex- right. He mm-hmm. wasn't shamed, and she also held her honor and and didn't have to marry someone who she didn't want to marry. So the the point of the story is, there is always a way through very difficult situations, and it may not be the answer. It may, it may not be something that has been presented to us, but it may be something that we have to come up with on our own. And so I just want to encourage, with all these conversations about drugs and, and trying to protect our kids, especially with Halloween coming up and so forth, what I want to encourage is the answer through these situations in order to keep ourselves safe may not be something that our parents told us or, or someone else told us. Maybe something that we come up with on our own mm. that helps us stay safe. That was a really good story, okay? Because I didn't even know that was going to go there. Did anybody else know it was going to go there? And I had no, no idea. animals either. That was a good story. <laughs> That'd be cool people are sharing yeah, that story. Because that's how, that was excellent. Don, how good was that story? That was excellent. <laughs> that's awesome. The need for critical thinking. And what we need to understand with critical thinking, it's not based on, oh, I've stuffed all this information into a teen's head, and then they're going to use that information in order to problem solve. It's not like that. What critical thinking is, it's working on the muscle of the own individual in order to temper what is true. And so what you're literally doing is building your integrity and your alignment to what you know is true. That's what participates in you being able to have critical thinking. Nice. Dr. Jean. Yeah, I'm, I think about critical thinking and, and how the brain functions um, when we're in trauma. <laughs> that it's really, really hard to organize our thoughts, to be in, you know, executive functioning of, you know, we can just be in fight, flight, freeze, one of those three, or even, even fawn. And it can be really hard to go, what do I need to do here, right? We can get stuck in the fear of what might happen or what what's happening in the moment. So really learning those skills of how do I ground, how do I get my, you know, thinking brain, my talking brain, sometimes people call it online. That's, that's what came to me. Don. Yeah. The last thing, that last comment of Dominique's uh, a beloved educator here in our community, Jim Bailey, he's been in the public school and he's started his own program. That's a democratic school model. And 
he was talking on a peace day here in Ojai about how the kids need to be able to have more input into how their education is being directed than is being, you know, done by the administration in public school that, you know, at the Democrat in the democratic school model, my son went to his school for his high school. You can pick, you know, they have all kinds of resources and you can pick what you want to study. And, and the teachers, rather than this is our program, get with our program. It's like, you tell us, what do you want to learn about? And then they help them with the thought process as they get involved with the activity and they encourage them to think for themselves, not just to do as you're told. More of so, a Montessori approach. Yeah. You know, so the, sc the school needs to tell you how to think, not what to think. That's it. That's it right there. And I've also always believed this was more in line with the radio stations that I worked for from the very beginning, but I took this philosophy on and it spread across my entire life. Work with what you have until you get what you want. And the other philosophy is there's always a workaround. Always. It's just how have you been taught to think mm. in order to figure out what the workaround would be. Drop that pebble. A drop that pebble. If that's what that takes. <laughs> Just yeah. drop that pebble, yeah. D. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, the, the uh, plan A, plan B, plan C. I mean, that's when you mm -hmm. read about famous people. This is the importance of story. So our bodies are, um, we have mirror neurons. So when we participate with another person, our body with the mirror neurons is having a deeper experience than um, if we're just uh, watching something. It's like the, the body is assimilating information as though it's happening to, to the body. And the mirror neurons, eye-to-eye -eye contact, is helping us connect with the neocortex. So the important thing about stories is we get to feel what it's like to be that girl in the story. So we get to feel what it's like to be afraid and then come up with a creative solution. And because we felt that, now our body says, oh, I can do that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, it's, it's quite honestly, it's almost along the lines of what I went through when I agreed to become a narrator for this author. Uh, because when I was a kid growing up in school, oh, hated to read aloud in front of the class just hated it i just feared it you know yeah and public speaking it, some people say uh isn't it, people are more afraid of public speaking than dying yeah 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 they'd rather be in the coffin than be talked about uh, from the outside <laughs> nice <laughs> so let's do this mm -hmm. i'm looking at everybody i don't know uh dr amy i think she needs coffee uh, i'm looking at christine <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pick it up a little bit now. We're going to pick right. it up. We're going to go back to Anthony Rodriguez because I want to get some updates on, on our uh, earthquake kit that is put all together. This is Erica Salda. Be back with more of these messages.
We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey everybody, this is Anthony back on the scene. I wanted to talk to you guys more, a little bit more about the shakeout and how to prepare for a disaster. Especially, I mean, you just never know when, right? It's if, but when. And I think here in Santa Barbara County, we are an all disaster county. Anything can happen here. So one thing you got to remember is make sure that you have your contacts. It's very, very important that you have your contacts, not just on your phone, but if you can have it also on paper, it's really good because a lot of us forget to memorize uh, people's phone numbers these days because it's on the phone. Uh, make sure you have backup a battery for your phones if you have that if you have all your contacts in there um also think about your important documents um you know you don't want to get caught like several of our community members after they lost their home in a fire they're still struggling with that because they lost a lot of their documentation uh so make sure that you make uh, either backups or back it up onto um uh, you know something safe uh give a copy to somebody you trust however you want to do it but just make sure that you have access to uh your important documents don't forget about um, having some water. Water, as we all know, is very important. Everybody says, why do you have to have so much water? Well, you probably want to cook. You probably want to wash your hands. You know, you probably need to go to the bathroom. So you got to think there, it, it is a lot of water, but you know what? One gallon per person per day. I mean, even more uh, if, if somebody likes to drink a lot of water. Um, don't forget about your four-legged, your four-legged family members or your two-legged family members. Um, you know, your pets, make sure that you have something for them. Make sure you have their paperwork. Uh, make sure you have food, some toys. And you also don't forget about the toys for the kids, right? Because you want to make sure that you keep your head on straight and uh, they don't drive you crazy. Got to keep them busy. Um, you know, so just keep that in mind. Um, and just make sure that you know how to shut off your gas, shut off your water, know your, elect your electrical panel. Your utilities are really important. Um, but again, you know, it's not if but when, but you got to keep yourself safe. Don't forget to uh, register for the shakeout again at foodbanksvc.org, shakeout22. And again, it will be a virtual um, drill. And we'll be going over the seven steps to earthquake safety, which will be really quick. We'll do the drop, cover, and hold on. And that'll be the end of the drill. It doesn't take much to practice um, the drop, cover, and hold on. So, so what's that website? It is foodbanksbc.org. And then right at the very front page, you'll see the great shakeout. There's a link so you can go ahead and register. And it's for the virtual um, shakeout drill. Nice. Does that also have the list that you can uh, print for your uh, it should have it if it do, if it doesn't i'll take a look right now and make sure that it's up there absolutely and anthony i'm yes. sure it's on the list but we'll just say it now you want to have meds you want to have layers of clothing and you glasses. if you are a person like me who uh needs uh contacts or glasses to function you want to have those absolutely and you got to think also um your family members that have access and functional needs so um, it's really important that for us to be prepared, you have to take a look at what you have, what you need to prepare for, and then take it little by little. You don't have to jump on it like really quick. And again, people think they have to buy this big old kit. No, you have to customize it to yourself, to your family members, because you can buy a kit, it has all kinds of stuff in it, but you might not even use it. It might not even be for you. So it's a waste of money. So oh. if you have kids, just get a bag from them. You know? I, I want to add, if you're saving flour or masa coin cornmeal, if you put it in your freezer for three days and then you store it, if there was any bugs in it, the bugs are killed. And so that it, it won't get destroyed wherever you're keeping all your earthquake supplies. Yeah, there you go. Yep. And don't forget that food because you got to make sure that you eat nice and healthy. Nice. Christine, are you all prepared? 
No. <laughs> See? <laughs> I but can you know, always tell who's coming to our house. <laughs> Christine is looking up in the air. She's but looking to you, the I right. Do, I, She's I looking happen, to the I left. Always, I, 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 I get a lot of water. I get water from... Um, I, I, I always have, I think, about eight gallons of water either in my car or in my house at any time because I have a, I'm a stickler about water and I go and I get my filtered water from the, the lazy acres and, you know, and so I'm always, so water I always have and I have been slowly like getting like a, you know, solar radio That's and awesome. I have solar battery awesome. charger well, and that do kind of thing. Some, so, like if you going, think yourself, you'll be going away for a weekend. You know, because, yeah. you know, you like clothes, and I know I, I don't see you wear the same thing ever. So you could throw... <laughs> yes, you do. No, actually, I don't. Um, <laughs> pay attention, really, no, but you do have a lot of clothes. So if you throw some of those in for two or three days and put it in a bag and throw it in the car, you're good. But I'm getting yeah. the whirly-whirly, and when Dr. D whirls mm. around, that means we're going to take a break. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wrapping we, up the show. That's We've got to drop that pebble. We'll be back with more after these messages. No, we won't. Oh, we're done. We're done. Oh, dear God, thank you. <laughs> Lord. Get the pebble next week. Yeah, drop that pebble. Keep a smile. See you next week. Let's go ahead and keep you down. You're the best. Oh, God.